This week's episode of the South Congress podcast is sponsored by Southern Unique Creations, the best Cajun seafood and wings in Austin, Texas. Located at 318 East 5th Street, 78701, right next to the Weston Hotel. They're open weekends until 3 a.m. They cater all events and can be reached at 512-621-3205. Reach via email at sucatx18 at gmail.com. You can follow them on Instagram at suc underscore tx. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the South Congress podcast. My name is Cameron. Pino, what's going on, man? Oh, nothing. Just uh, in the swing of um, of school starting, football season. You can tell my voice is kind of like, eh. You know, just kind of been getting after it, but uh, it's going pretty good. How's everything going on your end? Cool. This is like one of our fastest turnarounds for an episode. We did a show Sunday, uploaded Monday. We're doing this Thursday. So you probably hear it Friday or Saturday. And it's really because, I mean, it's kind of a special occasion. I'm doing the rounds. I'm... I'm reading up. I'm, I'm Googling us to see what site might be talking about us, where we've been reposted. And I remember a buddy, Mike, who runs his own gym, uh, Bear Creek Performance Training. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple of years ago, he kind of pushed hard and was voted best personal trainer in Austin. And it was through uh, the Austin Chronicle. He got a lot of press off that. A lot of promo, a lot of clients off that. So I was kind of like, well, I don't know when they run their best of stuff, but I better look at it. As soon as I check it on the site, they're running it like this week. So I'm like, oh, God. Nice. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of people who listen to this who we don't connect with, who we don't know. Yeah. Um, And then when you check the numbers, you see where they listen. And a lot of them are here in Austin. Oh, nice. So, um, you know, if you are in the Austin area, please go to austinchronicle.com and vote for the South Congress podcast. With a K. As the best Austin podcast in the uh, local general category. Um, Yeah, show us some love. Hopefully we get to the second round and then kind of go from there. But our show is fucking dope. Yeah, I love it. No, I have a good time doing this. And I was kind of, it's a little arrogant. I got to be honest. Um, I was. You arrogant? No. <laughs> I was looking at um, one of our sister shows and a show that somebody appeared on. And, you know, you always kind of check everybody else's numbers. They always say, you know, run your own race. Well, it's like, no. With the podcasting thing, you have to see what other people are doing. You have to see how they promo, how they talk to people, how that reflects in the numbers. I looked at their numbers. I looked at our numbers. I was like, oh, shit, we're killing them. We're doing it. And I, was, I was hyped. I was like, yeah, okay. Cool. Peanut nice, and Cameron nice. doing their thing out here. But no, yeah, uh, AustinChronicle.com, Best of Austin 2018. Please nominate the South Congress podcast as your favorite local podcast in the general category. Um we should do something special. Like if we make it to the second round, second round, mm-hmm. let's give away some merch. Oh, for sure. That's hell, what we'll do. Hell, if we win it, I'm, I'm definitely put. We're putting our money together and buying mimosas. We're gonna throw you a pizza party. 
<laughs> if, talk, if we, if we win, seriously, South like, Carolina's you know, pizza like, uh, we'll choose like 10 people to meet us at brunch and, you know, like, so we'll mosa we'll no, we, it we, up, man. If we win, we yeah. won't even do that. We'll just invite everybody to your birthday party. Oh, Drew, that's right. Have, have a meet and greet for Peanut's birthday party. That'll be awesome. They'll um, be like, nah, about, fuck, that was me, Peanut. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> enough about how great we are, man. Um, it, it's weird. It's only been three or four days, but there's so much to talk about. Yeah, a lot's happened in the past few days, hasn't it? Kind of the first thing I want to get out of the way. I'm not going to say his name, the other guy's name, but uh, LeBron James' new show, The Shop, comes out. Yeah. And I was saying before the show came out, I wonder if people know how much LeBron James curses. Because he, he talks like like one of the homies. He talks like a guy. Yeah. And he uses a lot of cuss words. And he drops a lot of F words and he drops a lot of N words. And I love it. It's great. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, like the other America that doesn't know this. Yeah. Only knows him as guy on basketball court. How are they going to react to this? Fuck them. They don't matter. (laughs) So people were pretty surprised. And that one uh, contrarian, dusty, self-absorbed irrelevant black journalist on TV. The diabetic dude? (laughs) Yes, the (laughs) diabetic dude. Decided to um, say kind of some choice things about it. I'm not even going to read the direct quote, but basically was just like, wow, like um, it's probably the most damning thing he said. After watching this, I have a new appreciation for how Kobe handled his career after Colorado. And it's like, what? You mean that time Kobe was accused of raping a lady and how he didn't get in any trouble after that? That That's what did it for you? Wow. Yeah, so we're not going to give that too much credence. Um, I just think that people have to understand, and LeBron explains it. And this is something we're really going to talk about, not just with LeBron, but also a little bit with the WNBA. Um, they took one little clip of LeBron saying, I'm not fucking with white people. As and if you just see that and you don't do your research, like we we saw what happened with American culture and society and politics when people just believe anything that's put out there. Yeah. Um, but they took a clip of him saying that, and it made people think he doesn't like white people. And what he was explaining was, you know, I was so good at basketball that all of a sudden I'm going to this nice private school. And as a kid, as a 14 year old who's never been around white people, I didn't know what to expect. I was uncomfortable. And then he says, I got there and they wanted to be friends with my friends and my friends wanted to be friends with them. Like he literally explains how he became a better person and how there were good white people around him. Yeah. But, you know, we try to twist these stories to make the good people seem like they're not good people. And that's not cool. That like, damn media. <laughs> and Okay. So and let's talk about this. So the WNBA players feel like they deserve more money. Mm-hmm. And they do. And what I mean by that is this. The NBA players get a share of the market revenue that WNBA players do not. And I'm not talking about LeBron James making $40 million and Skylar Diggins making $100,000. I'm talking about the share of profits that their players get versus the share of profits that the WNBA players get. It's, it's supposed to be the same league, quote unquote, 
they should really get the same not, share of the money. But, but yeah. it's marketed like that. You know what I yeah, mean? Oh yeah. So no, it's definitely if marketed. you're a player in the league, you're going to treat it like that. You're on the set, you're on ESPN like they are, you're on Fox Sports like they are. You play in the same arenas they play in. Um, sometimes you're the same people in both front offices. Like there, there's so many similarities that I'm not talking about the gap in pay. Again, I'm not talking about the actual dollars. I'm talking about how much I'm paid as a percentage of what the league makes versus how much they make as a percentage of what the league pays. Like to me, that's fair. Um, but what's happening is they're attributing these fake ass quotes to WNBA players. They said that Skylar Diggins said 75% of the players in our league are more talented than LeBron James. He's just strong and goes to the basket. She never said that. I said, okay, good. I said, what? <laughs> they said Brittany Griner said that she could take DeMarcus Cousins one-on-one. She never said that. Who are these people that are saying these outrageous quotes? Trolls, bots. They're the same people who put up fake news on Facebook. Okay. Like, it's really people, because this is what it is. Whether you feel WNBA players are paid fairly or not, I think that you should allow them to speak their piece on it and then let people make a decision from there. I think when we attribute these fake quotes to people, when we do things on purpose to dilute the message that they're trying to put out, that's un-American as hell. Like you're not giving a person the proper platform to speak their mind. It could be complete bullshit, but they should at least get to put their full idea out there. Now, I personally feel like everybody should more or less and because it's different because I can't talk about every job and somebody will jump on and say, well, what about this job? But I'm like, oh, you should be paid proportionately to people who do the same things that you do. Not necessarily the same dollar amount. The motherfucker to pick up my trash don't need to make as much as a dude who picks up your trash. Yeah. Because I've been in your apartment complex. It's dusty. I'm kidding. I've never been there. But I was like, wait, when? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if if I pick up twice as much trash, I should probably get twice as much money, regardless of if I'm a man, woman, animal, mineral, or vegetable, but it should still be in proportion to what I'm doing. It shouldn't be I go over to the next zip code, we're picking up the same amount of trash, and you getting different money. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. We're going to start talking about electoral votes and all kinds of stuff like that. I don't want to do all that. I just think that people should be paid in proportion to the other people who do the same job um, if they're performing at a high level. So what's the the percentage that the WNBA, WNBA players are getting paid? I don't have the numbers in front of me. Um, but again, we are talking about a percentage, and there's a distinct difference in, in number. Like It's more than a 20% gap. And granted, the NBA is making so much more money. Like, well, that's I really, they're able to. I do get, but it's it's not they're not able to though. It is is what I've gathered from the stuff that I've read. It's not that they can't pay them the money. It's that they ain't paying them the money. They're not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, well, okay, like, okay. This okay, is what yeah. I do understand. Yeah, I understand that if you're bringing in less money, there are more people that you have to pay. 
Yeah, which means that everybody's so going to get a less every, amount of money. Exactly. exactly. And I do understand that. Because like the money's, I mean, you're you're right. Mm. But if the money's not coming in, like, how are you going to expect, like, they're eventually going to bankrupt themselves if they did that. True. And they're going to they're gonna be out of a job. Which is true. But nobody's put that forth. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's said, well, the reason that we can't pay you is because we won't be able to run the league. Like, yeah. that hasn't been the counterpoint. And if that is, then, then I would understand but from the facts that I've been presented, yeah. is that they're not paying them. Is that they're like, no, nah, you're not getting this bread. You think maybe they're not telling them that fact, but maybe it's kind of like, it's kind of, I guess it's, uh, what's the thing I'm looking for? It's kind of like, a, well, I shouldn't really have to say it out loud, mm-hmm. but may, like, this is the reason and, why and you're not. This is what I'll say. If that's the case, I will definitely change my tune. We can't afford to pay you. We can't afford to pay you. Yeah. You know, but it, it's hard to imagine. And uh, Milan even said it. If you can go overseas and make more money doing this, doing the same thing, it's hard for me to believe that this league can't pay you in America, where you have American sponsorships. And because, I mean, for a long time, the league's had outside sponsors. The WNBA's been doing that. So, yeah. But, but, I mean, like, uh, countries operate differently. Like, you know, just from a business point of view, here in America, when you go into business, you're, you go to make a profit mm-hmm. kind of thing. Whereas down in Mexico, they're not really worried about profit. It's just kind of like, you know, sell stuff, make money. Let's take care of the family. Mm-hmm. We're over here. You're trying to make as much money as possible. So even though like some like these Jordans, they may cost about five bucks to make. And then you return them, you know, you resell them for like a hundred, hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars. Like you're it's all about margins. Yeah. You know, here, whereas like probably in Europe. You know, they're able to do that because they do have, I would probably say like, you know, especially like, like with, with, the, with the Europeans, um, there's a more loyal market to like their sports, like soccer. Okay. There's a reason, yeah. there's a reason why it, it's the most watched sport. It's monopoly money. Over yeah, exactly. There, I think <laughs> it's not, it's not just, you know, like with MLS, there's probably people in Europe that are watching MLS games because if it was just based just on Americans, no, MLS ain't making shit. Which, because, you know, it's crazy. Like, was it some years ago, MLS players are making a crazy amount of money. And I'm mm. thinking, like, how are they making this money? But then you got to remember, like, there's probably people over mm-hmm. across the pond. They're we'll watching this shit. They're, yeah, yeah, they're buying the merchandise. So maybe maybe it is one of those things where, like, you know, there's not a lot of people watching WNBA games. Um, they're not getting ticket sales or merchandise. So Actually, it, might, it might be tougher. I don't so know. They're, I mean, like six, I don't know anything. Their ratings have gone up the last two years, apparently. Okay. So they're doing better. But again... I'll, I'll readily admit as we're having this conversation, mm-hmm. I need to bring more information to the table. Yeah. We got, we got to check these numbers. It's just kind of sad. The Silver Stars did leave. I didn't even realize that until I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. They, they just up and left quietly. Up Shows how up. much we really care. Yeah, right? I was like, when the hell did this happen? So, continuing on about the WNBA. Okay. Niggas swear they can beat the WNBA players in no, basketball. No, they cannot. No. You can't. Just because you own a pair of Jordans and you wear Jordan shorts and you own a or you own a pair of Jordan slides does not mean you can hoop. I'm I've, sorry. I've watched y'all at 24. I've seen you at Golds. I've seen your IG highlight reel. Diana Taurasi is giving you buckets. Yep. Sue Bird is giving you buckets. Brittany Griner is dunking over you. Brittany Griner is dunking on you. She's backing you down to the basket and there's nothing you and can do. And she's blocking your shot. Because she's saying, what ho? Because take... Take basketball out of the equation for a second, right? You can't out. You can't beat any female Olympian at what they do if you're not an Olympian. You literally have to be. Best example, our man Steve Williams, right? Okay. 
coach for the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Harvard's all-time interceptions leader. That's pretty dope. All-state high school football, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What, two, three-sport athlete? Yeah, he did. I think he did track in high school, yeah. And he, played, and he was uh, baseball for a little while early on. Okay. You know what he told me? What did he tell you? He said Ashley Davis gave him the drugs in high school. <laughs> did we? What's the farthest they got to state? Did they get to the state finals? Yes, they, yeah, the girl. No, the girls got girls, to the state uh, finals. Yeah, yeah they got with, to the state with finals Davis game, and all right? them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he said they got Ashley there. Davis gave him drugs, and there's nothing he can do. So, yeah, uh, and essentially, you know, an all whatever athlete, right? Almost made the league. Couldn't touch her in basketball. No, hell so no. I'm supposed to believe a nigga that hoops at the Y is going to beat a WNBA player in basketball? No, they they need a they need to just put them Jordans down and just fucking just yeah. Like if you tell me, <laughs> those dreams. If you tell me a, a college, a men's college basketball team can beat a WNBA team, okay? Because I mean, it would depend on the college. I have to say, but true. If you're like a top tier college and you have players who would who have NBA talent, I'll believe that you can beat a WNBA team. Probably like a Villanova type team or a Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of those upper tier teams, but like definitely, I don't know. definitely not a Texas State. That, that, I mean, shout you, out to my Bobcats. What you gonna Sorry, do? Y'all, y'all ain't doing you get, shit. You're getting shot. I watched Diana Taurasi in the last ten seconds of a playoff game. Uh huh. Catch the ball on the inbounds. Shoot a three over two people to tie the game. There you go. Nobody we know can do that. Nope. <laughs> you can't. You just can't. You can shout out the gym. But yeah, so you, nobody's beating WNBA players at anything. No, not if even not, not even at horse. I'm sorry, that ain't happening. Oh, especially not at horse. <laughs> especially not at horse. So yeah, people out here lying. Oh, people, a, people are crazy. Like those, those are just a definitely attention yeah, seekers. That's about? all they are. They need to just shut the fuck up and go to sleep. I got a question for you. What's up? What are three movies that you've seen twenty times? Uh, Little Giants is one. Killer Clowns from Outer Space will be two. Yo, stop. Why? You asked me a question. I'm answering no, 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 it. No, stop. Okay. Stop. Killer Clowns from Outer Space was the scariest movie I've ever seen when I was a child. That shit was dope. When they put. Uh, when they used to wrap them in cotton candy and then stick a straw the in them and candy. suck the bug out, yeah. yeah. And then when they put old girl in like the ball and oh, they yeah. had to pop it to save her, yeah. it's a freaky movie. Okay, what's another movie? Uh, those two, and I would definitely say uh, Dumb and Dumber, the first one. I've never seen Dumb and Dumber all the way through. Why? Because what the hell's the matter with you? It's I couldn't get over Jim Carrey's face, um, the haircut. And in those those that gap in his teeth. You know what I was gonna say I was gonna say a comment, but never mind. Thank you. Um now No, you know what? I'm gonna say uh you fucked women who've looked worse. Okay. So don't give me that bullshit that because of Jim Carrey's haircut. Fuck all that. I wasn't I wasn't trying to have sex with you. I understand, but still. Do you? No. But it's it's a great movie. Is that how I decide what what men to look at? No. If I've had what does it matter with his haircut? He could he could, I'm he not could saying have been it's a bad movie. movie. I just never sat down and watched it because he was because of a haircut. What kind of stupid shit is that? I, I'm particular about haircuts. Sorry. Obviously. I mean. <laughs> Obviously. What are you? <laughs> 
can't look at my hair and say that. That's so rude. I am. I watch Dumb and Dumber. Stop being mean to me. Um, have you seen Step Brothers 20 times? Mm, probably at least maybe five. I've maybe seen that movie 50 times. I mean, Which, I like um, it, but. Somebody asked me on Twitter. Um, three movies I've seen 20 times. And it was The Lion King. That's a good one. Um, it was Friday After Next, which I've seen a million times. <laughs> I like that one. And Barely Legal 15. What? Huh? Huh? What? What? Como? I've definitely Get? seen that. I mean, never all the way through. Oh, okay. I was you like, know, huh? Bits and pieces. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, um, there's a bunch of movies on that list, man. I've seen um, probably Predator 2, Terminator 2, uh, gosh, 20 times. The first Friday, maybe next Friday. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop I've definitely seen that about 20 plus times I've seen Beverly Hills Cop 3 maybe 20 plus times not the first one I've seen the first one like 5 times I've seen the first one probably like 30 times it's definitely a better movie the first one makes me more of a man every time I watch it Lethal Weapon 2 Rush Hour 1 Rush Hour 1 does not hold up at all by the way oh yeah Lethal Weapon 2 I've seen that one that's the one with the is that the one with the Cougarans and shit with the with the South Africans or whatever the hell? I do believe so. Yeah. Yes. Cause that's right, because 3 was the one with the dirty cop or whatever, with the mm-hmm. cop killer bullets and shit. Probably seen Die Hard 20 times. I've probably uh, seen it like twice. I don't know why. I should see definitely it more. Seen, yeah, definitely seen Last Action Hero 20 times. Definitely seen True Lies 20 times. I've seen The Running Man probably about 20 times. Really? That's, yes. That's the Schwarzenegger movie you've seen that many times? Yes. It's a really good one. It is. It's I, off the wall. Crazy. I, think, I think I like it because it's like, you know, because like based off a game and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like a movie that, you know, portrays a like book? A, a short story, but it's built like a game. Yeah. yeah like, I you know, just like the way they run it. So I think that's what kind of drew it in. Plus, Jesse Ventura's and, you know, it's like a wrestler and shit like that. So yeah. That's I've probably cool. seen No Holds Barred way more than I, I've seen Suburban Commando a bunch of times. I've seen. I, I, oh, I forgot about that movie. Show. Yeah. Suburban. I remember that one. Oh, I forgot about that one. How many times I used to have the movie poster to that. How many times have you seen Three Ninjas? Oh, easily 20 times. Easily. You've definitely seen... I own it. You've definitely seen Sandlot 20 times. Oh, yeah. I've seen it like 100 yeah. times. How many times have you seen Milk Money? You remember that movie? Which one? Milk Money. I don't think I've ever seen it. Where he's a little kid and then Ed, Ed Harris is like his widowed dad and he ends up introducing him to Melanie Harris, who's a prostitute. Oh, where the kids uh, get the money together to try to like... Yes. I've only... I don't think I've seen that all the way through. Okay, I can't know what you're talking about now. How many times have you seen My Girl? Probably at least 10 times. 10 times? I've seen it. you got an older I saw, sister. I do. So, yeah. I saw it twice in the movie theater. Okay. Yeah. How many times have you seen Dude, Where's My Car? Probably about 10 times or so. Steven Levana took me on my birthday to see that movie. So Who did? It's like Steven Levana. That's like a sentimental movie for me. Um, what else? Um, oh, Trading Places. I've oh, seen I've seen that like 30, yeah, 30 plus times easily. Um, Love that movie. What's the other one? Uh, Coming to America. Oh, yeah, 30 times. plus times easily. How many times have you seen Vampire in Brooklyn? Maybe like twice, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. They just said Eddie Murphy might be the new villain in Black Panther 2. Pretty hype. You that's, should watch Vampire in Brooklyn again. Like, that's pretty awesome. It. That'll be awesome if that's true. How many times have you seen Austin Powers? Which one? Any of them. You're an Austin Powers guy. Uh, The first one, I would probably say at least about 10 times. And then, I, you know, I realize after every time I watch it, mm-hmm. that's one movie to me that just gets less and less funnier. The okay. very first one. 
The second one is actually pretty funny. The third one's okay. But the first one, like the original, yeah. like it just gets less and less funny every time you watch it. So I had to stop watching it because I don't want it to ruin it for me. What Adam, and I think I know, mm-hmm. what Adam Sandler movie have you seen the most times? Wait, I think it's Billy Madison. Yep. Yeah. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. You're a Billy Madison guy. Oh, I love that movie. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And you know, I, and the thing is, I used to own a, because you know, you see those tapes, those little recordings and stuff, like mm-hmm. those little skits. I used to own it. I think, uh, oh, what was it called? I, wanna, I don't know if it was, I can't even remember what it is, but it's the one where it's the, the front cover where I guess it's like his baby picture and he's holding like a little fire truck or something. Okay. And I think that's the one that has like the skit with the, like they're all going to laugh at you. I think that's the name of the album. I'm not sure. Okay. But I used to own that and that shit was hilarious. I definitely used to jam piece of shit car like 20 times before I went to school. I used to love Waterboy. I can't really watch it anymore. I still like it. It's, it's that thing where like, he played a lot of, developmentally challenged characters mm-hmm. and i think like what's wrong with that i think they do a better job of explaining it in billy madison oh yeah i think with Waterboy, he's fine but then you get to his dad and you're just like oh this is a bit much because roberto was he was wilding out a little bit debbie you you could we can be like tiger and his daddy yeah. we can be partners yeah it was a bit much like it was, yeah. Just being in New Orleans, person, but even though I didn't, person. yeah, I didn't mind the guy who has the accent that you can't make out is what he's saying. That's fine. Yeah, because you can be a swamp person. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Chris. Shout out to ASAP Swampy. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, what up, Chris? So there was something I wanted to talk about. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this. How many? black governors have we had in american history i honestly don't even know two we've had two black governors are you are you gonna bring up what i think you're gonna bring up maybe there are three black governors um on ballots this time around mm-hmm. like for so there's one in florida one in georgia where's the other one is it georgia right is. yeah okay but let's talk about the guy in florida oh yeah i know what you're talking about so there's a video on. I, it, I'm not going to attribute it to Fox News. Fuck them. But it's on. Yeah, it's a big. It's on fuck one them. of these platforms, and basically, that's an argument with my brother. And it wasn't. It's not an argument because how you feel about it is how you feel about it. It's yeah. not for me to decide. But the guy says he's like, well, and this is the Republican representative, right? Yeah. He's like, well, this nominee that we have, and um. The guy's last name is Gillum. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to not give him his credit. The Republican guy says, well, he's very articulate and he's very charismatic, but we need to make sure we don't monkey this up. That's right. Yes. And what I was trying to explain to my brother is this is why I have a problem when people say a black person is articulate. Because we literally watched the conversation go from articulate to charismatic to monkey. Because to me, as an adult, when you say I'm articulate, that means you're surprised that I can put words together. Because this is what I asked my brother. I've never heard a person in charge 
refer to another white person as articulate. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying I've never heard it. Yeah. And like I've been on interview panels for jobs. Like I've written recommendations for people for jobs and then gotten feedback back from the person who's hiring, you know? And when they talk about these positive qualities, it ain't articulate. You know what I mean? So, and it's something I had to learn over time. Uh, And who said it? It was Chris Rock. He's like, he's so well-spoken. He's so well-spoken. Motherfucker, don't be surprised I can talk. (laughs) Did you think I was going to come? I really like a shot at this job here, boss. (laughs) Shows would like to be part of your company. Wow. No, like we grew up and read books and in a lot of cases had these positive stimuli around us and got into college and wrote papers and gave speeches. Don't be surprised when like a person of color can talk. I'll never forget it. My first month um, as a college advisor, I met with a student and she had a problem boy. She did not want to be in his class anymore. And white lady, um, early 30s. Um, she had a problem with a student in class and she felt like the student was telling the teacher that she was getting preferential treatment because she was white. And you know, me not knowing the student, the instructor, or the other student, you know, I'm not passing judgment on the situation. I'm hearing her out. You know, I'm letting her know, you know, this is something we can bring up or we can have you move to this class. Um, you know, so we, we found a solution. Okay. And at the end of it, you know what she tells me? What'd she say? <laughs> she, and this is on a Saturday. So on Saturdays, we get to dress a bit more casual, right? Okay. She says, well, thank you. Your shoes don't do you justice. So after spending a half hour with her, hearing how she was mistreated as a white person, accommodating her situation to where she won't have an issue going forward, she decided the best way to say thank you was to say I was better than my $150 sneakers. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my goodness. So, like, I... It doesn't go away is the thing. Yeah. So I'm defensive toward it. And I have something to say about it now. Don't. If 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 everybody's not articulate, don't, I don't want to be or I don't want to be that guy because I'm around. I surround myself around people who are intelligent and who can talk, who can get their ideas across. Like I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, lady. Hope you figured out your class. <laughs> But, you know, the crazy thing about that is, um, you know, going back to that uh, um, to that Republican candidate, um, you know, running for governor in Florida, they I guess they did like a little press conference thing and they had a reporter basically tell the president like, hey, the guy that you're, you know, endorsing and all this, what do you have to say about, you know, flat out was like, what do you have to say about his racist marks? And really quick, president, before you can really finish, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear it. I don't know what you're talking about. That's your man. Wow, I was like, okay, so this is what we're, this is how it's gonna be. Cool. I feel like if this all falls apart because of him, it's gonna be hilarious. Oh, it will be and ugly for a little while. So yep. y'all be safe in them streets. Florida, do the right thing for once. 
for, for once. For once. Get it right. Listen, Florida, man. Get your, get your headlines right. Yes, get it right or we're just going to fucking sell you all the way somewhere and just have 49 states say fuck we're it. We're going to release the clamps. Yep. And Tell them go. goodbye. Compton, man, but Florida's fucking up. I thought Arizona was a bunch of fuck-ups. No, Florida kind of takes the cake right now. Shout out to our man, Derek, mayor of Reseda. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your boy Louis C.K. What happened with that? Louis C.K. did a surprise show in front of an audience and didn't know he was going to be there. Wait, what? Louis C.K. Okay. Did a surprise show in front of an audience who didn't know he was going to be there. Oh, nice. Okay. Louis C.K., who was basically kicked out of comedy for a spell because he was pulling things out in front of people when they weren't asking, decided the best way to reintroduce himself was to pop up on an unsuspecting crowd. (laughs) Way to go, Louis. Surprise! Listen, here's what I'll say about people's response to Me Too. Women are just asking for men to be held accountable for the things that they do and to not be immediately reintroduced and ingratiated back into their space. Um, Because what did Louis C.K. suffer? My my thing is, I I think we were talking about Hulk Hogan a while back. and And somebody literally said, well, how can you be upset with a guy like Hulk Hogan and not be upset with a guy like Michael Vick. <laughs> Number one, they're different. Number two, Michael Vick went to prison. He did his time. Like, whether you feel like it was enough time or not, he went to actual factual prison. Yeah. Like, prison prison. Hulk Hogan got over $100 million and shut down a website. And got hit, and got uh, reinducted, you know, into the WWE and all that shit. Louis C.K. did a show last week. Okay. He's probably going to do more shows. But what you forget about is all the women who he pulled his dick out in front of (laughs) backstage who aren't working in comedy right now Mm -hmm. because they didn't play the game. Like, lives are actually fucked. People who should be making a living doing the thing that they love can't because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. And he's fine, and they're not. And that's bullshit. Like, I, I was the biggest supporter of Louis C.K. I thought he was fucking hilarious. Louis was my show. He's a genius. Yeah. And he's fucking garbage. And my thing is, we can't even recover these women. Like, we can't even bring them back into the fold. Um, and, and, I, and I really think that that's the thing that we need to take away from something like Me Too. It's not saying that lock all these people up and throw away the key. It's saying we have to consider people. Like, there's collateral damage in the things that we let these people get away with, and that's what we need to work on stopping. One, like, the sexual misconduct should never happen, Yeah, but uh, let's not forget the people who are genuinely hurt by this and don't get to live out their dreams because of this. So, yeah. I feel like you want to say something so bad. No, I mean, I'm just, I guess I'm just trying to follow along because I, I, I didn't, I didn't know anything, I guess, about Louis C.K. doing all this. I was yeah. like, I'm like, what? And that's the other thing. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. That's the other thing. Cause like you are fairly new to like Twitter. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so obviously. That's where a lot of this stuff followers, gets discussed. hell yeah, or something like that. <laughs> that's yeah. where a lot of this gets discussed. <laughs> and so, like, if you're not on that, and, like, our circle of people aren't talking about it, like, on Facebook yeah, or on true. IG, and there are people in positions of power who make sure that those conversations aren't out there, that we're not talking about it. So when it's time for him to come back, it just looks like he took a little break. You know what I mean? So, and it ain't just Louis C.K. Like, I'm, I'm sure there are scumbag comedians of every color, every income, every audience. Like, I'm, comedy's one of those things. I kind of feel like a lot of people that I guess are like the top tier of their craft and stuff are kind of like the biggest scumbags. Yes. Like, you know, with that, I mean, you know, obviously Vince McMahon, he's a big scumbag. Um, I'm still kind of baffled why he's not held accountable for shit. How... He's still able to run a company with all the races and sexist shit he's done mm-hmm. since like the beginning of time. Well, you know what that is too. But I think I, I think it's just kind of like you know people love their wrestling that much that, that which you. is stupid. He gives us our wrestling, which but the product is very bad. Like it, it doesn't justify that. E- e- even if I love something, but I, I st- even if it was great. I wouldn't support it, but especially with the wrestling product today, how terrible it is. Like I don't see how these people can still continue to support it. You watching the NFL next week? <laughs> you can see his face. Not really the Cowboys. Not really fucking with the Cowboys right now because of... Uh, yeah. I can't even think of his name. Al let's Davis go. Jr. over there. Let's go Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's, let's go, go LA Rams. Yeah, let's go LA Rams. Fuck you, Al Davis t- uh, Jr. Go die. Please, hurry up. Put you on the spot. goddamn son. Give me your four college football playoff teams. As of right now, uh, I would say Alabama's obviously, even if they're not good, they're going to get in because people have hard-ons for Alabama. Bama. Um, Clemson. Okay. This is where it gets tricky because... If Washington wins this weekend, I'll take Washington. Who are they playing? I think it's Washington Auburn to open up. They have, Ooh, they have yeah. a tough game. It's like a six nine matchup. Yeah, I'll take Washington. I want to say if there's an at large team, I want to say I don't. I don't know if UFC's or UCF's winning right now. Oh yeah, no, they're beating the shit out of them. Okay, they're winning I, by if, like 38, 30, 40 points. If they run the table again, I don't think they'll get left out. I think they do. I don't think you run the table twice as. Even though they're not in a power conference, I don't think they run the table twice and get left out. I think um, they do. I don't. Do you think Ohio State's that good? That's the question. Because I don't think. It, it all depends. Well, I mean, because here's the thing. That bullshit suspension for Urban Meyer, it, it's not going to affect Ohio you State. They're not. They're regents not... quit? Huh? You see one of their regents quit? That's not going to do anything. Well, unless no, it's, they, I mean, it's not going to yeah. do anything. Yeah. But he quit because the suspension wasn't long enough. Yeah. Because people in Ohio love their football more than anything. Because, I mean, that, that, that's all the state of Ohio really has to hold on to is Ohio State football. I Obviously, because, you know, they ain't got Cleveland anymore. The Cavaliers, the Browns are terrible. Michigan so. State's not getting any penalties <laughs> from Larry Nasser. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah, that's crazy. No penalties. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? But we got kids in North Carolina suspended for selling their own merchandise. The NCAA is bullshit. NCAA is really, By the uh, way, it's really like a mafia to be so, to be honest. Yes, it's definitely a racket. Even though college football started last week, right? Mm-hmm. Tonight's the official, unofficial kickoff, right? Yeah. First play of the UCF, 
UConn game, kid gets stretchered out on the kickoff team. Like, I, we just shouldn't have kickoffs. We could just not do it. Just start it on the 25-yard line. Start at the 25. 25 and go out. Like, does that mean some kids don't get to play? Fuck it. Yeah, but it's a lot less injury. And I understand they've tried to adjust it. I mean, you can do that, save on, you know, scholarships and really. But then here's the thing. Yeah, you would really put your scholarships towards, like, the really good players. You wouldn't be able to get, like, those utility I think you still get them, though. They just, I mean, like, punt What are they getting? But punt's the same. It's not. Injury wise, okay, it's 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 a you, similar you can, aesthetic. You can you can get hurt, yeah, but it just happens way less. Oh yeah, because true. it's not everybody can't start running. Everybody doesn't brace. They have to start running with them. It's it's less. Yeah, so you can still you know punt, extra point, true Good stuff. But yeah, it was crazy to. But watch are you gonna that waste? Are you gonna waste a scholarship? I mean, they give it to you for somebody. Okay, if if I, I here's okay. No, here's the thing. Are you would you, okay if if you were head coach of a D1 program mm-hmm. that's expected year in, year out to get in the playoffs to compete for the national title, mm-hmm. Are, would you be willing to part with scholarships to get a guy who's just going to stand back every once in a while for a punt? Well, I don't think we have any evidence yet because we would have to see what happens. Yeah. But there's no evidence to suggest you'd have less scholarships because you can't do kickoffs. Well, no, no. I know but what I'm saying, but it's like... If anything... Like, because, I mean, you're a coach, so yeah. you can tell me better, but I don't think you can evaluate anything off of a player on kickoff other than their motor. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything else you can really draw from that. Yeah. Um, just it's let them not, run in open space. It's yeah. not a whole lot of assignment. It's not a whole lot of technique. It's no, granted. Catch we'll, the ball and run. Yeah, we'll lose <laughs> out block. on, like, you'll lose out on a Devin Hester, yeah, a Dante it, Hall, yeah. a Dante Pettis. Like, you won't get that aspect, but... Go run a route. <laughs> yeah. Go swat a ball. You know what I mean? But that was it's sobering to see that happen like right at the beginning of, of the season. Um Yeah. What else you got? I do want to give out a nasty word. Ooh, 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 Can I do mine first? Yes, you may. You out? Okay, yep. so I, guys I had to give myself a nasty award. I'm nasty. I'm actually gonna um, text this person and let them know that they're about to get the nasty word. I'm about to talk about it, but go ahead. Okay. So my nasty award. I was doing some internet browsing, looking for uh, something to pass the time. Came across an ad for an adult website. There's two ladies on there I'm fairly familiar with. I followed the ad. You never follow the ad. I followed the ad. This was, I don't know, sometime last week. And it said that the scene was dropping on August the 28th. And I definitely jumped in the group chat immediately and said, y'all, 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 check out this preview. This scene drops on the 28th, so I'm going to hit y'all on the 29th. 8 o'clock in the morning on the 29th, I definitely dropped that link. (laughs) And I might have been 15 minutes late to work. So, yeah, nasty award for Cam. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Go go ahead and give me the nasty award. Oh, man. Okay. Are are you going to tell your story? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh Uh-oh. But... I'm not gonna say their name, but the only thing yeah, I can't say their names. Yeah, the only thing I will say is a shout out to all them cricket freaks off I-10 and West Avenue. Oh no! Oh yes, and um, they do listen. So what up, y'all? Cricket on I-10 and West. Yep. Um, so, um, definitely the cinnamon roll plug. 
Yeah. I see cinnamon rolls right there already. Wow. Instead of icy bones, I see cinnamon rolls. Wow. Keep going. So anyway, so I know someone that works there. I've known her for a while. You know, pretty uh, pretty cool person. So we're talking, and I don't even know how the hell this subject came up, but we're just talking, and somehow it came up to, like, she was talking about how her ex-boyfriend was getting on her nerves and i'm just like okay and she's like yeah he's like pissed off at me because are you about to give yourself an answer no no no, not with me no it's for her okay. for her how she responded <laughs> keep going keep going okay so like I said, i'm just listening i'm just like okay and so she's like yeah he, he's upset with me because i haven't had sex with him in forever i'm like okay you're not dating him and two you don't owe anybody pussy he's not owed pussy for any reason if there's one thing i want you to take away from the south congress podcast it's that nobody is owed vagina exactly and so i'm kind of thinking like all right this guy's a lame but whatever and so she continues on she's like okay and she goes yeah i told him like okay well (sighs) you're gonna eat me out eat my ass out and then i'm just gonna ride you and you're gonna go home wow huh um, I was like, okay. That escalated quickly. Yeah. I was just kind of like, wow, like, I didn't expect that, but okay, that's cool. So she's definitely getting that nasty award. So Shout that's out. what happened? Yeah. So he got exactly what he wanted. He got what he wanted. But, like, did she, like, I, I feel like she thought that she was, like, getting the better end of the deal. Or that, that I, I feel like that's exactly how he wanted it to go. Yeah. <sighs> Ma'am. Definitely giving you a nasty award. Oh, yeah. And a bad negotiator's award. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Don't ever negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> yeah. So with that said, um, we did get another five-star rating in the iTunes store. All right. Nice. Uh, we did not get a review, which mm-hmm. is fine. We yeah. would love to read them, but We appreciate the five-star. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. We absolutely. Um, what we're working on now, guys, um, so... I had a bit of a move over the last week, and like as we're sitting here, I want you to look over there, Peanut. I see it. I feel like that is a spot where we can have a set. We can have like a couch and then... Casting couch? We will not have a South <laughs> Congress casting couch. Our casting couch would suck, because like we'd have somebody sitting there and be like, so, how good are you at arm wrestling? I'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> And I'm like, so, how long can you stand on your head? It would be the worst, like, <laughs> casting couch. That's what we should do. Um, let's have a new, uh, on our YouTube channel, we'll do PG casting couch. And it'll be like us being really, really creepy. and like saying creepy stuff. And then being like, hey, what I really need you to do, who's that Pokemon? And then just put up flashcards in a shadow Pokemon. Like just it's like, <laughs> the flash, worst. come on, oh, work God. fast. Guys, if you have questions, comments, or concerns for the South Congress podcast, send us an email at southcongress at gmail.com. That's S-O-U-T-H-K-O-N-G-R-E-S-S at gmail.com. Follow us all over social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Seahawk. That's C-E-E-H-A-W-K. You can find Peanut. On Twitter at SK underscore peanut on Instagram, coach underscore Tristan. Um, you can find us on Facebook, 
at um, please don't come to my personal Facebook. But um, yeah, South you, Congress. You can add me on mine, and you can also uh, find us on Tinder at. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> please, please don't try to date us. Um, I had a conversation with somebody earlier about um, somebody that they used to date, and somebody that they used to date is friends with me on social media as well. And they have this joke like, hey, what if they want to hang out with you? I'm like, I'm, I'm broke, baby. Nothing I can do. Like, I can't. Like, if I was single, I'd be the worst person to like. I couldn't trick. And the reason I couldn't trick is because I can hit the lotto tomorrow. wouldn't trick because I'm, I'm cheap. But I would always feed women. Like, I can be in your phone as free food because I'm always hungry. And it won't be you getting over on me. It'll be me eating and somebody else also eating. I'll essentially be that guy <laughs> in that nasty-ass story. Yeah. Oh, it always circles back around, doesn't it? Comes full circle. The circle of life. If we've talked to you um, on social media or via text or in the group chat, you kind of know our itinerary this weekend. Um, this Friday will be all through the city. Um Probably Dirty Six, probably the domain, because I don't want to be on Dirty Six all night. I'm thinking what we should do. Well, I'll tell you off air, but I got a foolproof plan about how we don't get stuck. But okay. Mm-hmm. Saturday, a little bit of time in San Antonio with the fam. Stepdad's 60th birthday. Uh, picking up barbecue, so that should be cool. Barbecue. And then Sunday. Sunday, it's all coming together. The freaks come out in the day. The freaks come out He's in the day. He's actually dancing, guys. Um, Sunday brunch. We've invited you if we know you. Yes. So don't say you weren't invited and you're hearing it on Come the on show out, now. hang out with us, say hello. One more reminder. If you're in the Austin area, you're a fan of the podcast, vote for us as the best local Austin podcast in the general category on AustinChronicle.com. This has been the South Congress Podcast, episode thirty-two. I think so, 32, yeah. Magic number. There you go. Sean Elliott. What up, Sean Elliott? My name is Cameron from my man Peanut. We appreciate your time, and we're out. Goodbye. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.